This week on Wealth Track, getting the most out of Social Security. Mary Beth Franklin on maximizing your Social Security retirement benefits. The difference between claiming benefits as soon as possible at age 62 or waiting as late as possible as age 70 increases my Social Security benefits by 76% for the rest of my life. Retirement benefits expert Mary Beth Franklin joins us this week on Consuelo Mack Wealth Track. Funding provided by Morgan LeFay Dreams Foundation, Clearbridge Investments, Miller Value Funds, Royce and Associates, Matthews Asia, First Eagle Investment Management, and Strategus Asset Management. Hello and welcome to this edition of Wealth Track. I'm Consuelo Mack. COVID-19 has thrown a monkey wrench into many retirement plans as millions of Americans were thrown out of work and many were forced to tap into retirement accounts to pay the bills. The experience has made Social Security benefits even more valuable to potential and current retirees. According to Social Security expert Mary Beth Franklin, they account for half or more of total income for 50% of married couples and 70% of unmarried individuals. They are the only source of guaranteed income for life for most Americans, and they have the added bonus of adjusting for inflation, thus protecting purchasing power. With 73 million baby boomers retiring at a rate of 10,000 per day over the next decade, the benefits will be even more essential. But with more than 2,700 rules governing them, knowing how to get the most from these benefits becomes even more essential. Mary Beth Franklin is an acknowledged expert on the topic. She is the author of the ebook Maximizing Social Security Retirement Benefits, now available in its 2020 edition. She is a certified financial planner, contributing editor of Investment News, and an award-winning personal finance journalist. She has written that deciding when and how to claim Social Security benefits is one of the most important decisions that retirees will ever make. I asked her how the pandemic is affecting those decisions. Well, you know, over the past few years, there's been growing appreciation for the idea that if I delay claiming Social Security benefits until an older age, up until age 70, I get a lot more money. Um, That was predicated on the idea that Maybe I had a job carrying me up to that point. And a lot of older workers, unfortunately, have lost their jobs during the pandemic-induced recession. So the first thing I want to tell people is if you're 62 plus, in other words, you're eligible for Social Security and you haven't claimed yet and you suddenly find yourself in need of money, it's okay. Go ahead and claim it. You do need to be aware, though, that if you claim your Social Security benefits before your full retirement age, which is currently which is 66, 66 right? for most people, yes, uh, if, I, if my full retirement age is 66 and I claim four years early at 62, I'm not going to get my full Social Security benefit. I'm only going to get about 75% of that. But if I need money, 75% of my full retirement age benefit is certainly better than nothing. The benefits of not claiming early and waiting to your full retirement age or later. What do we gain? Well, Social Security benefits are based on two factors. Uh, The amount you receive is based on your highest 35 years of earnings. Not your last 35 or your top five, but your highest 35 years. That creates a benefit amount. 
and then the amount you actually receive per month is based on your age when you claim your benefit. If you wait until your full retirement age, which for most people is 66 right now, it's eventually going up to 67 for people born in 1960 or later. If you wait till your full retirement age, you get 100% of your benefits that you have worked so hard for and paid so much for in the form of payroll taxes. You can claim your benefits as early as age 62, but if you do, those benefits are going to be reduced for the rest of your life. If my full retirement age is 66 and I claim four years early at 62, I will get a 25% haircut. If, however, I am able to wait and I tell people you have to be healthy enough and wealthy enough, in other words, healthy enough, I'm going to live a nice long life to enjoy those bigger benefits, and wealthy enough in the sense that either I continue to work or can tap my retirement savings until I'm able to draw on those benefits. If I wait up until age 70, I earn an extra 8% per year for each year I postpone my benefits between my full retirement age and age 70. So if I wait those four years between age 66 and 70, I am going to get 32% more in benefits compared to my full retirement age. And here is what is the most dramatic difference, I think. The difference between claiming benefits as soon as possible at age 62 or waiting as late as possible as age 70 increases my Social Security benefits by 76% for the rest of my life. I, wow. as a financial advisor, cannot recommend any investment that is going to increase your income by 76% over an eight-year period. Say I retire you know, at 65 or you know, whatever, in my 60s, before full retirement age. Um, should I take money first from my savings, my retirement account, or should I claim Social Security early? Where do you come out on that? Well, keeping in mind, Social Security is a form of an annuity. It's a guaranteed monthly payment for the rest of your life, no matter how long you live. So first of all, you have to say, in my personal financial situation, how important is that guaranteed monthly benefit? If I also have a traditional pension, I may be less reliant on that monthly Social Security benefit. If I don't have a pension, it may be more important to my personal financial situation and I may want a bigger benefit. If I want a bigger benefit, I should probably delay claiming it until it's worth more. A lot of it also depends on my marital status. I think it makes a lot of sense for a married couple to say to themselves, how do I create the largest possible survivor benefit? And I do that by having the one spouse who has the biggest Social Security retirement benefit wait as long as possible up until age 70 to collect the biggest retirement benefit possible because that will also translate into the largest survivor benefit for the remaining spouse. Having said that, I don't think both spouses need to delay. I like to hedge my bets. I think if we have decided that the one spouse with the bigger benefit waits till 70, it may make sense for the other spouse who probably has the smaller benefit to claim benefits early at 62 
if he or she's not working or at full retirement age if they are because it brings some money into the household now from a cash flow standpoint and takes away a bit of the hardship of having the other spouse wait till 70. Now I mentioned um, if he or she is not working. Why did I say that? Because right. there's this other Social Security rule that says if you claim Social Security benefits before your full retirement age, not only will they be reduced because you're claiming early, but if you also have income from a job, this is not pension, not investment, income from a job, and you make too much money, you may lose some or all of your Social Security benefits, at least temporarily. And what is too much money this year? It's $18,240 a year. If you collect Social Security benefits before your full retirement age and continue to work and make more than $18,240 a year, you're going to lose a dollar in benefits for every $2 you earn over that limit. So generally, uh, for people who continue to work, it does not make sense to claim Social Security early. If you need to claim during the pandemic because of job loss or whatever, before your full retirement age, there are do-overs, right? Can you explain what they are, what our options are to then claim full benefits? Right. There are actually two do-over opportunities under Social Security rules. The first is anyone who claims Social Security benefits has the right to change their mind and withdraw their application for benefits, but they can only do it within 12 months of first claiming their benefits and they can only do it once in their lifetime. But there is a catch. I have to pay back any benefits I have received. And if anyone's collecting on my records, such as my spouse, I have to repay those benefits as well. Uh, why would I want to do it? It wipes the slate clean as if I have never claimed Social Security benefits. So at a later date, when I am older, I can claim benefits as if for the first time and I will get a larger amount. Well, let's say 12 months or more have gone by. Now I've lost the opportunity to withdraw my application for benefits, but I get a second chance. However, I have to wait until I reach my full retirement age. Once I do that, I can suspend my benefit. Now this is different than withdrawing them. I don't mm -hmm. have to pay any benefits back. That's good. But what happens? I've been collecting Social Security benefits. I now suspend them. That means my benefits stop. And if anyone, such as a spouse or maybe a minor dependent child, was collecting on my earnings record, their benefits stop too. What happens now? I now start earning delayed retirement credits of 8% a year between the time I've suspended my benefits up until age 70. I have effectively restored my full retirement age benefit by the time I reach 70. And if I'm married and I die first, that's the amount my surviving spouse will get as a survivor. Talk about the flexibility that married couples have in Social Security claiming strategies. Well, certainly with married couples, you have the possibility that there are three Social Security benefits. 
One spouse work, work record will have his or her own retirement benefit. If the second spouse has an earnings record, he or she will have her own retirement benefit. And when one of them dies, there's the possibility of a survivor benefit. If let's say the husband had the bigger social security benefit and the husband dies, the wife is now gonna step up to that bigger benefit as a survivor benefit and her smaller benefit goes away. If, however, they die in the reverse order, the wife with the smaller benefit dies, there is not going to be a survivor benefit for the husband. But there is an added claiming strategy that's available to millions of retirees, but it all depends on when you're born. And this is a diminishing pool of beneficiaries. This is the date you need to care about, January 1st, 1954. If you were born on or before January 1st, 1954, and you are married, or you are what's considered an eligible divorce spouse, which means you were married at least 10 years, you were divorced, you're currently single, you may be able to claim Social Security benefits in a way that nobody else can. Now, that means you were at least 66 years old last year, 2019. Right. So let's say we have a husband and wife. Um, the husband's born in 1952. He can do something fancy. I'll use my own situation, my husband and I. I'm born in 1954. I can't do anything fancy. My husband is born in 1952. He can. He can file, quote, a restricted claim for spousal benefits. That means he says to Social Security, don't pay me my Social Security retirement benefits. Let it keep growing by 8% a year up until age 70. But in the meantime, once my wife claims her benefit, that would be me, once I claim my benefit, then my husband can file what is called a restricted claim for spousal benefits. That says, give him half of my full retirement age benefit, he can collect that for a few years until he turns 70, and then he switches to his own maximum retirement benefit at 70. Now, again, only people who were born on or before January 1st, 1954 can do this. People born after that date, January 2nd, 1954 or later, <laughs> will never have this option. They will never be able to choose. In addition to this exception for certain people who are married or eligible divorced spouses who have this fancy opportunity to claim spousal benefits only, there's another great opportunity, and this has to do with people who are survivors, widows or widowers, or in cases of people who are married at least 10 years before being divorced, they're considered um, eligible uh, surviving ex-spouses. People who have their own retirement benefit and who are also eligible for a survivor benefit may be able to choose one type of benefit first and switch to the other type of benefit later, and they can do it in either order, and it does not matter when they were born. Does not matter what your birth date is. Retirement benefits survivor benefits are two different pots of money you may be eligible to claim one type of benefit first and switch to the other later divorcees now for divorce spouses 
And I think I've mentioned there are more than 2,700 rules that govern your Social Security benefits. And right, which is why we need you and your book. <laughs> <laughs> there are a lot of exceptions, and many of those exceptions apply to divorced spouses. So let's get the basic rules straight. Right. If you are married at least 10 years, you are divorced, and I'm going to start with this, and you are currently single, you may be able to claim uh, Social Security benefits as a spouse, depending on when you were born, on or before January 1st, 1954. If my ex-spouse dies, I may be eligible for survivor benefits as an ex-spouse. And it doesn't matter when I was born, because retirement benefits and survivor benefits are two different pots of money. Now, I mentioned in the beginning, to collect benefits on a living ex-spouse, I have to be married at least 10 years, divorced, and currently single. Even single. if I married somebody else in between, if that subsequent marriage ended in death or divorce, I'm currently single, I may be able to collect on my living ex's work record. And However, married at least if, 10 years. And, and I, I, in previous conversations, you've actually told us, Mary Beth, if you're considering divorcing your spouse, make sure you wait until you're married at 10 years. You know, don't do it. A, don't get divorced a day before, because otherwise you won't be able to collect on an ex-spouse. Right. That's right. If your marriage is falling apart in years eight and nine, string out the paperwork because <laughs> the only dates that matter are the day you were married and the date of your final divorce decree. So the simple way to remember it is there must be at least a decade between I do and I don't. That's an important thing to remember. Now, the other rule of thumb for divorced spouses is if you decide to remarry, think long and hard. If you wait until age 60 or later to remarry, you can't collect Social Security retirement benefits on a living spouse, ex-spouse, but you can collect Social Security survivor benefits on a deceased ex-spouse as long as you waited till 60 or later to remarry. Even if you're married to someone else at the time, you can still collect survivor benefits as long as you waited till 60 or later to remarry. And that applies to both people who were married at the time their spouse died or people who were divorced at the time their ex-spouse died. Those people who are widows and widowers who waited till 60 or later to remarry may be able to collect survivor benefits on a late spouse or ex-spouse even if they're married to someone else. Claiming strategies for singles, how do they differ? When single people, and this is truly single, you're not a widow, you're not divorced after 10 years, you're single, uh, you will receive whatever benefit you are entitled to at the age you claim. So if you claim Social Security early, before your full retirement age, it will be reduced. If you claim Social Security at your full retirement age, you will get the full amount you are entitled to. The question for singles is, does it make sense for me to delay my benefit up until age 70? Well, yes, I would get a bigger benefit if I wait. And if that's a very important part of your retirement income plan, that may work for you. However, because you're single, if you should die prematurely without collecting a benefit, 
nobody is going to get a survivor benefit. There is no surviving spouse. There are no surviving children. So it may be safer for single people who don't need the money to wait until their full retirement age, whether they're working or not, because if they're working, the earnings restrictions go away. And they may want to claim their Social Security benefit at full retirement age and bank the money if they don't need it. Because that way, if something happens to them, and if they were died before age 70 when they plan to collect it, at least their heirs or favorite charity or someone will be getting the money that they had collected at full retirement age. I'm sure any millennials are thinking, or maybe even some Gen Xers, I don't know, are thinking, well, I, honestly, I don't have to worry about this for a while because, uh, you know, I'm not going to be eligible until I'm, you know, 62 and, and don't want to take it until much later. Recommend setting up a personal Social Security account uh, even when you're young. Why? Everyone 18 and older who has any kind of work history should set up their own personal Social Security account at the Social Security website. That's ssa.gov. And as soon as you hit the landing page, it will show you how to set up my personal account. That gives you access 24-7 to those estimated benefit statements that many of us used to get in the mail each year. Unfortunately, right. it costs a lot of money to mail them out. So most people, the only way you can get access to this estimated benefit statement is to do it online. So one, you want to do it, and you want to check it at least once a year to make sure it looks accurate. Because while it is your employer's job to withhold the payroll taxes and report that information to Social Security and the IRS, you want to check it to make sure it looks right. What are the biggest mistakes that people make in claiming Social Security? I think a lot of people are worried about the long-term financing of Social Security. Hey, these we hear about these trust funds that are going to run out of money around 2034. Does that right. mean Social Security is going to go broke? I should claim it as early as I can at 62. Well, first of all, Social Security is the most popular and successful federal program in history. And as the pandemic has demonstrated, so many people are relying on this guaranteed monthly income. So Social Security is not going to go away, and it does need to be fixed sometime in the next 15 years. Clearly, if Social Security did not have enough money to pay benefits, that would be a crisis. And Congress has demonstrated that it can step up to the plate and fix things. Where to go for help? Uh, I mean, aside from your book, which I've mentioned, um, where do we go for help? Is, is going to the Social Security Administration, is that a good place to go? A lot of things you can do online, including filing for your Social Security benefit. And I, I highly encourage people going to ssa.gov to file for their benefits. Um, people can file for their retirement benefits that way. People cannot file for survivor benefits that way. In the past, they went to their local office. They can't do that now. But if you go to ssa.gov on the home page and you scroll down to the bottom where it will say contact us, you can click on that and then put in your zip code and it will give you the phone number of your local office. And you can usually get through to that local social security office more quickly than you can calling the 800 number. So, you know, put on your patient's hat and dial up and uh, they will be there to help you 
it may take a lot longer than it did in the past, but hey, where else are you going to go? Uh, and Mary Beth, the final question is one investment for a long-term diversified portfolio. As far as Social Security claiming is concerned, what, what would you advise all of us to do? For people who can afford to wait to claim Social Security benefit up until age 70, there's a huge bonus because you get an extra 8% per year for every year you delay beyond full retirement age up until age 70. The key is we are in a virtually zero interest rate environment and there is no place else where you can get a risk-free investment paying 8%. However, if your circumstances have changed, your health, your finances, and you can't afford to wait, go ahead and claim your benefit. That's what it's there for. Mary Beth Franklin, thank you so much for helping us with this very complicated subject of maximizing your Social Security benefits. You've definitely done it. Thanks for joining us. Thanks, Consuela. I, I always enjoy coming on your program, and I appreciate the opportunity to connect with your viewers. At the close of every Wealth Track, we try to give you one suggestion to help you build and protect your wealth over the long term. This week's action point is understand your Social Security options. As Franklin discussed, deciding when and how to claim Social Security benefits is one of the most important decisions that retirees will ever make. With over 2,700 rules governing this key benefit, most of us could use some reliable help in navigating the system. I highly recommend Franklin's ebook, Maximizing Social Security Retirement Benefits. She updates it every year, and the 2020 version is available. We will provide a link to it on our website. Considering Social Security is one of the few sources the vast majority of Americans have for guaranteed income for life, understanding it is well worth the effort. Next week on Wealth Track, a rare interview with next generation great investor Joshua Spencer on taking over T. Rowe Price's legendary New Horizons Fund. Thank you for connecting with us on Facebook, Twitter, and our YouTube channel. We so appreciate your time and interest. Have a lovely weekend and make the week ahead a healthy, profitable, and productive one.